Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Good morning and welcome to this week's your partner in law. Hi, I'm Rick Gregorick, and I'm so happy to be chatting with you again this week. Uh, we are going to be uh, having a good show, uh, hopefully an informative show, and we would love your participation. Um, it's, it's so fun when we get to talk with you folks, and we're back doing the show live, so that's awesome. We're not in the studio yet, but we've got our little makeshift studio here in Kirkland, and things are doing well. So I want to give the phone line out right off the top of the hour, so um, if you have some questions or comments, uh, you can uh, get right on air with us. Uh, we've got Larry uh, down at the uh, studio manning the, uh, the phone lines, and he'll get your call right on air with us. You can give us a call at 888 888- Nine seven three five four seven six. I've got Ted Hansen with me this morning, and we're gonna we're really gonna be talking about kind of some basic stuff. And we we had our big webinar, or we had a big webinar last week uh, with uh, financial advisor Tom Cock, and uh, went really well. Um, the the webinar itself was like 30, 30 minutes, and we stayed on afterwards for over 45 minutes ask, answering questions, and we still had more questions. So um, we want to address you know some of those questions, and really I think the idea is to get down to the basics and the fundamentals because a lot of you seem to have stumbling blocks getting started. Once you get started in the estate planning process, you usually do pretty well, but it's like a lot of other things overcoming that initial inertia to get moving. So, Ted, good morning, and uh, thanks to have you in again today. Well, good morning. Nice to be here, enjoying the uh, beautiful weather that we've been having oh, lately. Awesome. It's, uh, it's about time, I guess I can say. It doesn't seem like we've had much of a summer with all that's been going on. Well, but, with uh, all the darkness in the world, we yeah, need a little bit of uh, and Next sunlight. weekend we have Labor Day already, believe it or not. Know, so how time flies when you're in a in a pandemic, huh? <laughs> you know, Ted, I've, I've often talked about, uh, I'll say, my, my, uh, my business education mentor, um, famed... Uh, management uh, author um, Peter Drucker, um, one of the most prolific writers in all of business management, uh, published over a thousand articles with the Harvard Business Review, uh, published you know several dozens of uh, very, very product- provocative books on uh, business and the future of business, and his uh, forecasts have been shown now to be so true and accurate in his philosophies towards management. I was fortunate enough to go to Claremont uh, Graduate School for an executive management program, and I went there because that's where Peter Drucker taught. And I had the opportunity, obviously, to take his classes, but also to meet him personally, which was quite a thrill of anybody in the business world to have a one-on-one conversation with Peter Drucker. But one of the things Drucker used in all of his classes was an analogy of a business leader to the conductor of a symphony. And he would talk about the complexities of the symphony. Now, this is way beyond my comprehension, but if you think about it, all of the different instruments, and you've got the woodwinds, and you've got the brass, and the strings, and you know all the different stuff. You mus- musicians know all this stuff. And the conductor has to then skillfully blend the tones of the oboe, and the French horn, and the kettle drums. And he puts this all together in what we all know blends together as this beautiful symphony and harmonizing. I thought, you know, 
in, in a less grandiose scheme, perhaps, but really in an important one, this is the role of the estate planning attorney. He is to take all the various factors of your life, not just your money, that's a big part of it, but your life, your, your legacy, your goals, your objectives, your dreams, your hopes, and how to deal with all that and put it all together in a very complex world with a varying array of assets and and then the option for various opportunities on how to package it together. How do we create a symphony for your estate plan and for your life? And I thought, you know, that's a really good analogy. And so um, the symphony of your estate planning is really what we w- want to put together in looking at all these desperate things because the fundamental question for each of you is very simple for your estate planning. You have two questions to ask. Do I want to have my estate plan or do I want to have the state's estate plan? That is your first question. If you say, I want to have my own estate plan, please go on to the second question. (laughs) The second question becomes, what type of estate plan should I have? Should I have a will-based plan or a trust-based plan? This is really the most fundamental question you need to answer and it's not a straight line answer many of you are looking for an answer that says oh if i have an estate of a certain size that would mean a trust or i have you know different circumstances and usually it's none of that there's a lot of other factors ted we go through um just dozens of rationales and reasons on why one type of estate plan based on a will or based on a trust, why would one be more effective than the other? And there, there's just no one answer. The answer that we lawyers you know, fall back on nine out of ten times is, well, the answer to that question is, it depends. And that's where we are now. It depends. Ted, talk a little bit about in your practice area, which has a heavy, you know, heavy concentration of elder law. The discussion of wills and trust is quite different than if I'm sitting with someone and they're not an elder law client. We're doing more traditional estate planning. You and I are going to have two different conversations, right? Yeah, well, let me say for the record, first of all, my musical knowledge begins and ends with the kazoo, Rick, so that should give you some insight into my... Well, well Ted, I cannot even carry a tune in a bucket, so we're right together on That's that. That's good. Okay. I'm what they call musically bankrupt, anyway. Well, you know, the decision... And this is the thing about estate planning, that really, if we just boil it down, it, it maybe perhaps it isn't so daunting, but there are just two plans that you can type, that you can, that, that you can use in this arena, and one is a trust and one is a will, like Rick said. Now, now, when we get into the differences, the primary differences between the two, largely it boils down to, again, how do we deal with incapacity and in one's assets while we're incapacitated? With a trust, a properly drafted trust, we'll have rather explicit directions about disability and how and who manages my money when I'm disabled. With a will-based plan, you are generally relying on someone with a power of attorney for finances and health care to direct that outcome. So that is a primary difference for sure in the elder law uh, practice side because we focus more on disability. And really, when they're, when they're well-oiled and, they, and they're well-drafted, they work better, in my opinion, than using a POA to manage incapacity. That's that's the bottom line. So everything is somewhat circumstantial. And one of the tools we have to help you get started in answering this question, and, and, and you should go through an analysis, just like you would do an analysis when you're going to go buy a television. You're going to be comparing and contrasting all kinds of things. You're going to know every pixel and every other gigabyte or whatever you've got, HDMI, HDMI 2, whatever you've got. You're going to know everything about that television. You need to know about those kind of specifics about your estate plan so you can make a wise decision on what type of estate plan you want to have because it is never cut and dried yes or no because a lot is going to have to do with you so folks the phone lines are open at 888-973-5476 888-973-5476 that'll get you right on air for any of your estate planning questions or other legal questions of ted and i we would uh, be happy to talk with you i just mentioned our life plan organizer this is something we developed over 20 years ago 
And the word life planning has become synonymous with estate planning today. And I'd like to believe I had something to do with that up here because uh, we were talking about life planning and the holistic approach to estate planning over a decade before it became popular. And, you know, so now it is a more common way than we see more verbiage and things around there. But why not come to the people who started it all? You know, life planning is about your life now during any disability and what you leave behind and you know for the next generations to carry on with i find it a fascinating area of law now 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 you know why i don't uh, have a, a symphony background <laughs> this is my you are my orchestra you know my clients are my orchestra, so to speak, but, and, and your family is what we're trying to do, and we're trying to create a symphony for your family and blend together all of the different things to address so many uncertainties in life. Our Life Plan Organizer is going to help you get started on that journey by helping you collect the inventory of people in your plan. Who are you planning for? What are their situations? Do any of them have special needs? You know, we need to go back through that and look at your beneficiaries. Look at those you're going to be providing for. Then we're going to look at who would you be wanting to be decision makers? This really brings a lot of you folks to your knees on who would you want managing your assets in the event you can't manage them yourself. Most of us are pretty tight-fisted with our finances and our money, and it's hard to imagine anyone else having to come in and run that for us. And there, that is exactly why you cannot put off this decision on doing that. There's no one better to make that decision on who should manage your stuff than you. So we really want to help you um, end up with that. Our organizer is going to go on and help you start setting some goals and objectives. We're going to talk to you and give you some examples of common goals and objectives. Hopefully those will spur you relative to your own estate to say, oh, well, what about this? What about that? How do I handle this? And then there's a, a number of questions to help you identify risk and concerns that you have or that are ever present in your estate just because of what you have. Our organizer is going to put that all together for you. It's easy to get the organizer. Um, we will email it to you. Um, you can just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and click on the um, contact us tab and say hey i'd like one of your free life plan organizers it's absolutely free it's a wonderful tool we've been using over 20 years it really is a great guide for me to start with when we have a discussion with you so you can get that at yourpartnerinlaw.com we have three different planners to start things off if you are married say hey i'm married if you are single, say, hey, I'm single. That would include widows and widowers. And then if you are in a domestic partnership, a registered domestic partnership, ask for our registered, registered partnership planner, our life plan organizer. Over two decades of being used, we tweak it up every now and then, but you know, when something works, it works. Ted, we've been using this life plan organizer for so long, and it really does help the attorney have a, that initial consultation with the client so we can sit down and start focusing on their planning objectives. Well, it makes it much easier. I mean, we have many times that we run through what we call the dry run with people as well that, that, that for whatever reason don't complete the planner. But nevertheless, the planner is a great place to start, um, whether you plan on doing this sooner than later, and, and we prefer to you do it sooner. Uh, but anyway, it's a great way to get started uh, and to answer some of these questions that we're going to ask you regardless of whether you complete one or not. So, so we're going to pick up on that uh, right after this uh, quick break, and we'll start taking your calls at 888 Three five four seven six. We are live and alive and waiting for your calls at triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. Don't go away. Your partner in law will be right. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? 
We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick, Gregor and Associates. They're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, welcome back to your partner in law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick, the law firm of Gregorick and Associates. Hey, folks, uh, we're open for business. Actually, we've always been open for business. Uh, we've been w- working in various modalities of remote and in office, um, but we are seeing clients in office uh, using the appropriate COVID precautions. Um, I feel more like you're coming into the doctor's office than the attorney's office, but what the heck? Um, we're, we're, we've been having some, you know, I, I, I think the the folks that we've been uh, seeing and coming in for consultations and to have their state planning documents executed, and um, I think most of us have actually enjoyed it. We've had uh, such limited communications with the outside world, it seems like, that uh, we've had some great exchanges. So anyhow, uh, the phone lines, if you'd like to call in today for uh, any of your state and elder law questions, 888-973-5476, the Cairo hotline, 888-973-5476. Seven, six, get you right on air. And we talked a little bit uh, br- briefly about our life plan organizer to really help you on this whole process of do I need a will or do I need a trust? It's not a simple answer. It's not a linear answer. It's not yes or no. It's It depends. And we, and we have to go through an analysis with you, if you will, or a discussion and figure out a variety of factors on whether or not a will-based plan would be in your best interest or would a trust-based plan serve you and your family better? There is no one right answer. We've written thousands of will-based plans and thousands of trust-based plans. They all work, ladies and gentlemen. It's just how they work, what they do, what they accomplish, and how they accomplish it. Many, many things are very, very similar and yet things are very different. And that's kind of the key thing we want to help you go through. It's not as easy as just going down a checklist. I mean, a lot of it has to do with 
uh, possibly emotion sometimes. Um, maybe you're a person who's not real fastidious and don't doesn't like to pay attention to details. Well, that might skew you away from trust planning a little bit. So there's lots of different uh, things to do. So you can get our life plan organizer, folks. I highly encourage you to get one. It's free. It won't hurt a bit. We will email it to you, and you can fill it out in the privacy of your own home. Right or call. Right at the kitchen table. Yeah. Right, you can call the law firm and get one, too. Uh, you can even leave us a message on the phone right now. We just have enough information, your email address, and whether you're married, single, or in a registered domestic partnership, and we'll get you the appropriate planner out to you. And uh, we would love to love to have you do that. So you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, and you can just ask for your planner right there to ask the attorney, and we'll get one out to you. And check out our uh, legal website. You can click through from your partner in law over to rjg legal and go to our resource center and our learning center the estate planning center and there's a host of just a a lot of information in there Uh, ted we were analogizing or i was analogizing your estate plan to a symphony um, from my good, uh, my mentor in business was uh, Peter Drucker. Anybody that doesn't know him, please Google him. An impressive man, and um, but he always used you know the analogy of the executive, the business leader, being like a conductor in the symphony to blend all of these different instruments together into what we know as music in a symphony. And how well he does that depends on how well the symphony is. And he analogized that to the business leader and the business organ, you know, organizer, the CEOs, and then how do you conduct your company? Well, we've got kind of a similar thing going on in estate planning here. We've got to bring a lot of different factors into being, bring them into harmony with each other such that they all accomplish a set of established goals and objectives. So I kind of like that. But really, we get back down to brass tacks, wills versus trust. Now, Ted, Probate is one of the big issues that people talk about. I got to be honest, Washington's probate isn't nearly as onerous as some other states, but yet it remains a public process. Well, it does remain a public process, but I can tell you probably ranking states, Washington probably is one of the top three easier states to do probates in, but that certainly is a concern for people largely because they don't understand probate, Rick. And, and one thing that you haven't heard us say yet is that it's based on a certain amount of assets that you have, and it, and it isn't. It's not about that. It's it's about what you try to accomplish with your plan. I have clients, and routinely we would do trusts when I practice in California to hold one asset, and that would be the primary residence because to probate a primary residence, not only would it take about a year, but it costs you about $40,000 to do the regular, just an average home in California. But nevertheless, that's a concern of people, and I hear that all the time. So one of the questions that I ask people when I do this uh, interview with them is, have you ever had an occasion to administer an estate on behalf of someone else? And sometimes that's very telling. Sometimes you get these family disaster stories where there was three trustees, none of them could get along, and nothing got accomplished for two or three years. And then I get, you know, I administered a will on behalf of my father, and and it, w- it went perfectly, right? And, and so we get those kind of concerns concerns too but it's not based on the size of your estate oh absolutely not I've, I've said many times you know when I helped my folks with their estate plan my folks had extremely modest estate but we did a trust there and we really carefully crafted it and had heightened disability provisions built into the trust and I think that's one of the things we want to look at so folks uh, if you'd like to give us a call the phone lines are open at 888-973-5476-888 973-5476. We'd love to chat with you this morning. You can get our life plan organizer at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Please let us know if you're married, single, or in a registered domestic partnership. We'll get you the right planner, and they're free, and they will help get you on this journey of creating a symphony for your family and your estate plan and it really it does help you know put in the work up front to organize your assets and things will be great it's hey, not folks, that hard to do that's actually not hard <laughs> at all anyhow folks we'll be right back after this quick break 
I have so many questions about my future and what I should do with my assets. I need to make sure my family's protected. Me too. Should I have a will or a trust in place? What about powers of attorney and health care directives? Yeah, we need someone who can help us put it all together. Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We have answers to your questions and even questions you may not know you had. It's our goal to help you chart a clear course for your future. By choosing Gregrick & Associates, you can rest assured that your legal, tax, and planning needs will be met. It's true. The dedicated professionals at Gregrick & Associates are your legal, tax, and planning solution. Give them a call today at 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Contact Gregory and Associates. They're a focused team of professionals capable of handling all your legal needs. Schedule your free consultation now and Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar... They'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. A little guitar riff going on there. Symphonic right there. There you go, talking our symphonies and the blending of music. Well, think about that, folks. You know, in we're, when we're blending music, the conductor at the symphony, you know, depends on what mood he's trying to create when they're creating that symphony. You think of that, you know, versus putting together a rock concert, you know. Um, lots of moving parts, though. And your estate plan is, is not going to be as complicated as a symphony or is as complicated as putting uh, together a, a rock show. But it does have all these varying and competing components. And then it, it has the emotion, well, it has the, <laughs> the essence of emotions in it. It is an emotional process for most of us to think about the what-ifs in life because much of our estate planning is what-if. What if this happened? You know, you can't say, you know, Ted, one of the common things I hear all the time. Well, you know, uh, people in my family, you know, we live a long time. You know, there's no history of Alzheimer's or cancer or anything like that. So we're fine. What do you say to that guy? Well, it's like the if I die kind of thing. Well, if I die, it's like, well, let's start here. You you are. It's just when and when and, and how. I get yeah. that all the time, too, you know, and. And the other one that we get routinely, Rick, in those discussions talking about wills and trusts is, is people are just afraid of the word trust because they think that equates to money and they think that equates to a whole lot of work and and perhaps the you know the I just I'm not worthy of it I get some of that right and then and, and so you know they choose a different plan but the the bottom line is is whichever of these plans you choose the object really is to align your assets to work with the plan and I give an analogy too about if you want to have water in your house you got to run it through the pipes right and so sometimes people neglect to do certain things and it doesn't run through the pipe and that is it goes outside of the instrument and that's a big discussion that a lot of people aren't aware of particularly when they beneficiary designate items and it ends up thwarting the plan in some respect right we get that all the time well you know ted that's a great point that you know when we do estate planning it really gets down, and, and, and the very essence and starting of estate planning is how do you own property? You know, if you're single, it's not as big a deal. But once you become married, how you own property can make 
a significant difference in your estate plan. For instance, if it's community property, 100% of your marital estate, that's going to be different than if one or both of you have separate property and community property. Right. Things which is gonna, common. Which, which is, is common. Not, you know? No, absolutely. With what, what? What's the statistics? 96.5 million American yeah. adults are in blended family yep. situations. That's a, that's half, folks. Yeah, and then you further complicate it with, with you know, children, his, hers, and ours, and that's that's common, too, right? I mean, we, we see this. It is the Brady Bunch planning, except for Bobby is neither, is both of their di- biological children instead of, uh, you know, her or his, but and nevertheless, that, that comes into play a lot, and, and, you know, there's a plan for people like that, too, and I get calls all the time that say, well, if I do a joint trust, can I still keep my separate property separate? And the answer to that is absolutely, yes, you can. As long, you, you know, and the, the answer is, of course, but we have to make sure exactly. that your trust allows that. You, exactly, and you have to plan with that in mind. And and by and large, I think the majority of the people that that I get are, are what I would call traditional community fam, community property kind of families where they've been married a long, long time, and there's no separate property. But but we do get those that are uh, sometimes heavily heavily weighted on one side versus another, and then we get into discussions about prenups and other things that you know go alongside with the state planning to make all that work and and so that's common and but but the point is is that no matter how complex you think your estate is there's a plan for you and folks we're here to help you put that together you can request our life plan organizer and that's going to help you with these fundamental questions of will versus trust the people in my plan what are my goals what are my objectives what things what are what concerns and how do i shore them up it's all available life plan organizer just go ahead and hop online to yourpartnerinlaw.com and ask for your life plan organizers married single or registered domestic partnership. We'll email it to you right away, and you can get uh, started at sitting down at your kitchen table and you know going over this really important function. Think how important this is. And I'd like to stress maybe some of you folks that are younger and you have minor children, and I want you to think that what happens if you get in the car this afternoon and both you and your husband are disabled or die, and what would that mean to your children that have become prematurely orphaned. That's the essence of estate planning, folks, is taking care of others when you can't take care of them yourself. That's an awful big part of it. And so we really want to ask some of these tough questions, but we would really like to see a lot more young folks uh, get involved in the planning process earlier because we know that over time people get better and better at their estate planning, and it just has all kinds of positive ramifications, even in how much money you might make in your investment investments and how things go like that. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and more of your partner-in-law right on the other side. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick, Gregor, and Associates. They're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan, and then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars 
webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Are you like me? I have so many questions about my own estate planning, and now my parents have health issues. I have to take care of them and their finances, and it's all so complicated. What do I do? Where do I stand? Sound familiar? Attorney Rick Gregrick founded Gregrick & Associates to serve the needs of individuals, families, and small businesses. Rick's life experiences with his own parents and grandparents, combined with his legal knowledge, is here to guide you through these troubled waters. Rick Gregrick is a proud member of the National Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys and of Elder Council. Contact Rick Gregrick at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Don't delay. Call today for your peace of mind. There's no cost for your initial consultation for estate planning or elder law. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Thank you. I'm calling Greg Rick and Associates today. Now back to your partner in law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, we're back. Hi, I'm Rick Gregrick, the law firm of Gregrick & Associates. Find us at rjglegal.com. That's a secret, rjglegal.com. Don't tell anyone. It's got all the estate planning information in there. It's got the ability to get the life plan organizer. You can contact us to schedule your free estate planning consultations, but don't tell anybody because we'll get overrun with business. So keep that as your secret to estate planning, and you've got the secret now, so don't tell anybody. Um, today we're just talking, you know, wills first trust. Should I have one or the other? You know, many of you want someone to tell you what you should have. And that's not really the attorney's job. I look at the attorney's job as to be a guide and to explain the options and opportunities relative to you, your family, your estate, your stuff, your goals, your objectives. That's what is guiding. And, and Ted, I don't know, when I'm talking to clients over the years, invariably or inevitably, as we go through the pros and the cons and the cost and all of the things, when we do it specifically to the individual's estate plan, most clients have an aha moment. And they go, aha, well, I should, well, by this, it seems like we would, and then they say, we would be better off with a will or better off with a trust. Is that your experience as well? Yeah, by and large, when you have the opportunity to explain the process to them and how the various instruments work, and, and, and again, maybe it's important to point out that we are talking here about basic estate planning documents, and that would be the revocable living trust. Now, there are a number of different trust instruments that we've talked about, and, and many, many times those are also included in, in an estate plan, but but here we're just talking about these basic choices, and, and you know, what I hear most commonly, Rick, I think, is I just want to make it easy for people when I pass. I, I think that that's number one, as well as providing, of course, for the surviving spouse. Um, those are very, very important concerns. But I hear this ease of administration. That seems to be one of the big deals. All righty. Uh, we're going to go to Redmond. And, uh, Hi, Jim. My name is Jim. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Yes. doing what can well, we do for you today? My uh, mother-in-law, um, her husband passed away several years ago, and she never got around to transferring the, the house to her name it's still in his name and she's got a will and uh i'm just wondering what the ramifications of that are when um she passes away well well jim i'm going to give you my best answer and it's it depends um when um when dad died uh, did he have a will yeah uh, um i don't know i i assume he did well, this is the mother-in-law sure. so your father-in-law well let's you know, and that's a threshold question. If he had a will or didn't have a will, even though he died a number of years ago, if his name is still on assets like deeds and that, certain circumstances may require a probate to be open to transfer title. 
then the, depending on other situations, um, title may be able to be passed through a variety of other means. One is a claiming successor affidavit, um, which does not require a probate to be opened. Um, but it, it, we have to kind of look at the facts and circumstances around it. We also have to look at the exact language on the deed as to how the parties actually held title. Um, was it community property, or did they make a mistake maybe and have it as joint tenant right or survivorship? Just depending on what they did, um, we would have to kind of take a look at those functions. But, Jim, this is a, a common, common, common problem. When the first spouse dies and the surviving spouse does not settle their affairs, um, and then invariably years later, things crop up. Um, we've had to open up probates for people that have been dead over two decades in order to clear certain types of assets sometimes. That's never a good result. So one lesson everybody should have is when someone dies, there is something to do. It may not be a full probate, but if the person has a will, there is a legal requirement that that will be filed with the court. Uh, doesn't say you have to open a probate, but does say file the will with the court within 30 or 40 days, depending on certain variables. But um, Tim, I would have, uh, I would suggest that you know maybe she, uh, the mother-in-law, give us a call. We could look through the specifics of the estate and help determine what is the most efficient, effective, cost-effective way to transfer and get, you know, get her husband, her deceased husband's name off of the deed because she won't be able to do anything with that deed, like sell it or refinance it or things of that nature. Yeah. And she certainly wants to clear title because it would get really messy if she died and now we have two dead people on deeds. So. Yeah, I would encourage you to clean this up now. It's it's one of those issues that's so much easier to be cleaned up before someone else dies. It's on title. It's just, uh, it's just prudent to do that and it's not particularly expensive to do that either so but the process like i said depends on how title was held and whether or not he had some kind of testamentary instrument and or a community property agreement those were quite popular back in the day and that makes this transition much easier if he did if they did have a community property agreement done well jim thank you for the call Uh, does that help i do have i do have one other thing okay go for it and it's just real quick Real quick, and you may want to talk about stepping up basis when uh, one one person dies, uh, as far as the house goes. We found that out well after the fact, and it's going to get complicated to sell that house and not have the stepped up basis and all that kind of stuff. You know, and and Jim, um, we got to go to a break here real quick. So if you listen on the other side of the break, I'll address that a little bit as well. But we can fix the step up in basis um, even for the first to die. We can fix that. So um, that's the, that's a really important one and thank you for bringing that up. That's a great question. And right after break, we will follow up with that. You're welcome to stay online if you like. Folks, your partner-in-law will be right back. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, 
They'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Retirement, what does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, we're back. We're talking with Jim right before uh, the end of break, and he brought up a really good um, question, and this is something we were chuckling about during break because we literally have dozens of these cases probably every year, and where when the first spouse in a married community dies and the surviving spouse does not settle their affairs. They don't submit the will to probate. They don't file the will with the court. They didn't have a trust. If they did, they didn't do anything with the trust. So now we go fast forward a few years, as was Jim's case, and there's a transaction underway, apparently, that um, they discovered that um, mom, it was his mother-in-law in this case, but we'll just say mom in this case, who was a surviving spouse, never settled her deceased husband's estate. Now, what should be done relative to title? Well, they need to see an attorney so they can get that um, taken care of, and we discussed that. But then Jim also brought up another issue, which is um, another way, reason these things crop up all the time. When you die in the state of Washington and you own community property, maybe you have a community property agreement um, with your wills and your powers of, excuse me, and your trust in your estate plan, that um, nature of property and community property is very important because under most circumstances, when the first person dies in a marital community in Washington, it's very common to be able to get a step-up in basis for all assets as of the date of death of the person who died. That means all of the lifetime capital gains have been wiped out. So if they bought the house for 300000 and now it's worth a million, a lot of that going on out there right now, the basis would change from three hundred to the million and therefore wiping out all of the capital gains tax that would have been due on that basis increase. So what happens here is second spouse you know, our first spouse never got a step up because the estate was never settled and no appraisal was ever obtained to document and substantiate the value of the estate. We can go back in time and do that. Uh, we have to do it properly and uh, that, but there are ways that we can get that extra step up when it's necessary. Well, and, and and maybe it's instructive to talk about what we're talking about to begin with. And Rick, Rick just gave you the example, and that is when you buy something for X dollar and you sell it for X dollars more, that therein lies your gain. And generally speaking, and, and this, this has a lot to do with the manner of holding title sometimes, too. And there are some 
ways that you may hold title that would only entitle the estate to a half a step up in basis, for example, uh, versus the double step, which is is common in community property states. So that that's a big issue out there, and and that's why we always always in estate matters have date of death appraisals done because it has to establish what that value is for the future generations, and it's just prudent to do that. So. For 500 bucks or whatever it costs to have that done, you save yourself a heck of a lot of money by doing it properly. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's the way to go. I mean, so, you know, some of the fundamentals we're talking about to a will-based plan or a trust-based plan, one of the issues, regardless of which plan you choose, neither plan is a do-nothing plan when someone dies. So, you know, just, you know, I tell all my clients, when someone dies, whether they have a will or a trust or no estate plan whatsoever, they do have an estate plan. Those who don't do their own will have the laws of intestacy uh, for if you've passed away. If you do not have an estate plan and you become incapacitated, we call it conservatorship and guardianship, uh, all state actions. Um, Most state actions, you don't have any privacy, and you are a ward of the state. So that's uh, got some serious connotations to it. But proper planning is going to help you address these issues. But regardless of what type of plan you have or don't have, when someone dies, it's extremely rare that there is no estate settlement necessary. Certainly if you own a home, jointly or as community property with someone else, there's something to do. You have joint bank accounts, community property bank accounts, investment accounts, retirement accounts. You have to become the beneficiary of the IRAs and the 401ks. So there's always quite a bit of work to do. And so oftentimes people forget to get valuation work or appraisals. And without that valuation work that's done according to what the IRS rules are or getting appraisals, you know, proper appraisals on your real estate, you're not going to get those stepped-up tax advantages, and they are huge for most people. So listen, we've talked a lot about getting our life plan organizer today to help you get your life organized, such that your estate plan creates a wonderful symphony for your family and blends everything together. So you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, get our free life plan organizer. Just let us know if you're married, single, or in a domestic partnership. And um, while you're on uh, your partner-in-law there, you can ask us any of your other legal questions that you might have. We'll certainly get back to you very timely. And you can also request to schedule an appointment, and one of our folks will get right back to you and um, get you all scheduled for that. Um, We really enjoy talking with you every week and hope to go on for many more years, but more importantly, we enjoy meeting you and learning about you and what's important to you and then helping you fulfill and realize your dreams and that. I think that's what's really special to most of us to do this type of legacy planning with folks. Um, We really want to make your life now better. We want to help you manage it during any difficult times of disability and incapacity. These are very difficult to deal with. I mean, I think most of us have got a little taste here over the last six months on, you know, when you have vastly changing things in life, um, yet most of it, you know, many of us aren't incapacitated on this, but this has incapacitated us in some of our movements in that. But think about that. If it's permanent, it's forever. And you're, you know, if you have mental illness or Alzheimer's or, you know, dementia, or you've had strokes or heart attacks or multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's, my God, folks, the the stuff's out there. Let's be smart. Let's plan for it. And let's have an answer that says, if this then this. That's what estate planning. It's if this happens, then this is how I want to have it managed. So you stay in control because that's what all of us want. We all want to be in control of our stuff and chart our own destiny. But sometimes nature says that's not going to happen. That's right. And it's indiscriminate. Um, incapacity is just like COVID. It kind of doesn't, you know, it spreads everywhere. It does affect people differently. There's all kinds of levels of incapacity. I mean, we look at Alzheimer's people who are kind of, they're out driving around cars and they're doing things and it's not so bad. And then we get them at the other end of the spectrum where it's really, really bad. Yeah, but you gotta you got to start the car to drive, right? So this is the life plan organizer that we're talking about. That's your keys to get things started. And it's very important that people do that. Like I said, if nothing else, it will get you through the process of thinking about things that we would talk to you about if you came in. And if your lawyers aren't talking to you about this and aren't requesting planners and any detail in your estate, go to someone else. Yeah, we really need to have that conversation, folks. And, you know, our initial conversation 
sessions with your initial consultations absolutely free you're not going to get the bums rush i promise you i had one client say their free appointment lasted almost 15 minutes we're barely done saying hello at the end of 15 minutes i want to know about you i want you to share with me about you so i can give you better advice ted wants the same thing we're here to give you better advice based on you and what your state needs what's going to work for you so anyhow folks check us out at yourpartnerinlaw.com uh, Ted and I will be back next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. A Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.